Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 930, chapter 141, A Journey to Return. Fate favored me on the way back to the university. We had a good wind and everything was delightfully uneventful. The sailors had heard of my encounter with Valerian, so I enjoyed a modest fame for the duration of the trip. I played them the song I'd written about it and told them the story about half as often as they asked me to. I also told them about my trip to the Adem. They didn't believe a piece of it at first, but then I showed them the sword and threw their best wrestler three times. They showed me a different sort of respect after that, and a rougher, more honest sort of friendship. I learned a goodly bit from them on my journey home. They told me sea stories and the names of stars. They talked about wind and water and women, sorry, women. They tried to teach me sailor's knots, but I didn't have a knack for it, though I proved to be a dab hand at untying them. Altogether, it was very pleasant. The friendship of the sailors, the song of the wind in the rigging, the smell of sweat and salt and tar. Over the long days, these things slowly eased the bitterness I felt toward my ill treatment at the hands of Mayor Alvaron and his loving lady wife. That's the page and the chapter. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. What does it say uh, about Quoth that, or about the story, that it always seems to gloss over his time at sea? That the sea journeys are uneventful and thus worth glossing over? I suppose so, but he's he's learning things, right? It's not just uneventful. Like, he's learning about navigation, which might end up being important. I think if it was going to... I, I really think that if it was going to end up being important, there would be more page space meant on, spent on it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm just pointing it out, really, because I also agree that I don't want a whole chapter of him learning the names of the imaginary constellations. But I do think it might end up happening, like, where he goes in the tossed off line, like, I was able to navigate because of the time I spent learning from the sailors. And I think that's fine, because we have it mentioned here. I don't think that it, we need scene after scene of it. In fact, I prefer this. But... It's yeah. interesting to think of like Quoth's really... nautical capabilities as part of his portfolio of abilities. We don't spend that much time with them on the page. Yeah, I'm I'm perfectly comfortable with with this amount of of space spent on it's a sea journey. He enjoyed it. This is why done. I think one other function that it serves is to kind of give us another instance of his story spreading like the sailors have already heard the story about him and Felurian, not just some guy but like they are like oh you're the guy from that story is that true um and then he adds to that by proving to them that he like you know went and learned from the adem so this is another example of him spreading his own mythology Mm -hmm. and clearly they are travelings travelings travelers they travel and they talk so they'll spread the word no doubt exactly there's also a lot of wind on this page. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. important or not, but it's, it's always important. Yeah, that, I think that's worth wind. pointing out. He is comforted by the song of the sh- of the wind in the ship's rigging. I think that is worth, you know, worth noting. Worth putting it on your little Pepe Silvia board. But, you should also note, because I'm sure this is important, that he's not great at tying knots, but he is good at untying them. That seems thematically important, don't you think? Yeah. Well, maybe if we think of yellowish knots, yeah. Or well, you know, I, just like puzzles locks it's oh a or metaf- problems he's good at causing problems and not solving them 
Well, he's good at he's kind of good at making a mess. He's good at destroying stuff, right? Yeah. A knot is is intricate, and he can undo it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Things fastened in place, he can remove the fasteners. I think that it's funny that uh, the like Rothfuss wants to give the sailors like their own slang or accent but because they're not speaking he can't do that and so uh instead he writes uh they talked about wind and water and women and <laughs> sorry women yeah it's funny yeah it is funny that that's a piece of like writing and dialect that i think is hard to carry across in an audio medium yeah well yeah the difference between women and women is so like subtle yes we have a quick letter today don't you want to talk about it's the end of a chapter you're right we do yes it is the end of chapter this chapter was called a journey to return and it's about quotes returning done he's on a journey (laughs) he's returning this one does what it says on the tin you don't think (laughs) it's a little bit weirdly um arranged a journey to return is return a noun? Yes. Huh. Okay. Can't uh, argue with that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, here's a very quick letter from Curtis who writes, Speak hands. On page 812, Nick said, One might read it to say that his hands speak for him. And Jeremy responded, Hmm, you might. Was this a Julius Caesar reference on at least one of your parts? Or was it something else? Listeners, if you think I've made a Shakespeare reference, you can just go ahead and uh, assume that I did intentionally make a Shakespeare reference. In this case... Because even if you didn't do it on purpose, chances are it's still a Shakespeare reference. Yeah, well, you know, as, as that a one very, on very well-read person, a very, you know, literate, uh, you know, theater scholar, uh, 100% of the references to Shakespeare I make are intentional. And I, uh, you know, never mind that I had forgotten the line, speak hands for me at the time. Uh, if you think that I made it intentionally, you can go ahead and believe forever that I did make it intentionally. I certainly didn't catch that one. Yeah, no, I, I know. As much as I like to do this bit. Uh, nope, I did not intentionally make that reference. But now that you mention it, yes, I recall. It's a great line. Julius Caesar is probably, I don't know if it's my favorite Shakespeare play, but it's like, to me, it's the most readable. It really reads like like a almost like a modern political thriller to me. Like it's very, very crushable in a way that a lot of his plays are not i think uh crushable like a nice rattler on a summer's day yeah, exactly. i don't think i've ever seen heard the word crushable used in anything that isn't a beverage mm. well, well you see Jordana, language shifts and changes over time as those who speak it find new ways to use it yeah i'll i'll shift and change you you just you wait we've talked a lot about how shakespeare is better performed or spoken aloud and i agree but i think if you have to read one uh, I think um, Julius Caesar is perhaps his most readable play. There you go. It's a shame I uh, never listeners, read it. Well, it's we should do as that. a Patreon goal, uh, or you know, we should do like a, a reading of of Julius Caesar, the three of us. Don't we also have like a Macbeth reading to do? Whoa! You're just gonna say that? It's gonna drop that here on the podcast? You're gonna spread what, that mojo throughout the internet? Yeah, just, but you can't I, see that. You can't see the the, the the name Jordana. You you. I mean, I can. I'm not on a stage. That doesn't isn't, matter. Isn't a podcast a sort of internet stage? All the no. world's a podcast and all the podcasts a stage. 
Wow, Jeremy, did you just make that up? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and all the all the hosts and editors, merely merely casters who strut and fret their hour upon the mic and then are heard no more. That's right. Uh, podcasts are merely wait, wait, wait. tales told by an idiot full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. Signifying okay, nothing. if you can't nothing. say the name, is it just called like what the play? Yeah, the Scottish, the Scottish play. play. Oh, or the, the Scottish, Scottish King. If you're referring to the character, you say the Scottish King. Um, things I probably won't remember tomorrow, but I will try. <laughs> Listeners, you can learn more about the curse on the Scottish play on tomorrow's page. Um, the wind. wind.